Welcome to the MD Show. You are in the zone with Bianca Banks and Jasmine Shannon. Two women touching on current and cultural events, discussing generational perspectives. We are mother and daughter, women of color on our grind. Buckle up your seatbelts and welcome to the, the MD Show. Back with you, MD Show. I am your host, Bianca Banks, and today. Our co-host, Jasmine, is not here because she is getting ready for the BET Awards, y'all. She is dancing with um, somebody special that I can't say, but check her out on TV on Sunday. I think the show, um, producer, is it live out here? I can't remember. But anyway, um, it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. So I was kind of like, you know, I was scrambling because I was like, I need somebody to help me do my show, and everybody is on vacation, or everybody is traveling, so I (laughs) ended up um, meeting this wonderful, wonderful man um, at the airport, and his name is CJ. (laughs) What's up, everybody? How are y'all? Yes, and so CJ, he's he's great, right? So it's kind of like, you know, when you have like this, this like energy, Right. And and we just automatically like connected and we started talking and we exchanged numbers and we're like, let's go out because that was Juneteenth. Yes. But friend, you got to tell the real story because, you know, we friends now. Right. So you got to tell how it really, really happened. Okay, so why don't you tell how it really, really happened? Okay, so here's how it happened. What's up, people? So Bianca and I, um, we was at the airport leaving Martha's Vineyard. We had like never met each other before. Um, and I actually was in line with your homegirl first. Uh, she was right in front of me. I was like behind her, but we had this woman in the middle of us and she was real upset. She was real mad because we was all in the TSA pre-check line. And you know how you'd be expecting the TSA pre-check line to be moving quick, fast. The line was so long and it was taking forever when everybody else who was in the regular line was just zooming on through and you know but we was chilling it was like our flight is like we got another hour there's no rush this airport is literally the smallest airport i probably have ever seen it was so tiny um and then b walks up and just smiling talking to people just being the radiant person she is but we need to talk i'm looking at her i'm like oh my god she looks so cool she looks fun i wonder where she's from they're going back to New York, so I wonder, you know, this might, you know, you never know. So then we laughed because the girl got in the other line because she thought she was going to move quicker. And then we all got in before her, and she was pissed, and she was real mad. And so we all looked at each other. We just started by out laughing, and we were just like, oh, my God, where are you from? And that's literally how that happened. It just was super organic. It'd be the most random things that happens that bring people together, which is exactly how this whole thing happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, um, we started, you know, because we connected about the crazy lady, because the lady had... <laughs> Homegirl was mad, okay. She jumped in line, you know, because I guess her, her boyfriend did not have TSA. Mm-mm. So he was in the other line, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were in the TSA pre-check line, and she was like, well, this line's faster. So she jumps into the other line with her boyfriend, which I was like, well, girl, if you... First of all, you know, you, you, need know to man, right. you, need to, you need to upgrade your man, child. Like, <laughs> so, it was so funny. 
so she, you know, so then, and then all of a sudden we all pass her. And then she is like, just <laughs> live it, live it. And we cracking up because we like, now you know? we, we chilling. And she, the homegirl still never came in. She came in probably about 10, 10 minutes later. And she I was did. like, so you just be patient. It's Juneteenth. Just be patient. Like, let the thing ride out. Let's just ride, go with the wave. Go with the vibes. And she was, yep. just, she was, um, and that's how we met. Yep. So I'm glad we all went to the other line because that's that's how the magic <laughs> happened. <laughs> yes, and also, you know, again, which thank you for you know saying that I was friendly and talking to everybody because that's usually me, very bubbly. Yes. And but also, we found the um, the restaurant in that little tiny terminal. <laughs> and, and you know I think I asked the wrong thing because at first I was like do they have a bar and then mm-hmm. this lady in the line was like you know again speaking of patience she was like no and I was like oh well there's no reason to stand in the line because that line was long long you know <laughs> and then I was like oh maybe I asked the wrong question mm-hmm. like we don't need a bar do you still do you have champagne mm. You know what I mean? That's really what we wanted. That's really what we wanted. And so she was like, yes. So we had let this other lady in line take our place when we got out of the line. Uh, Ah. So when I found out they had champagne, I went back to the lady and I was like, well, they do. They have champagne. Can we have our place back? She said, no. (gasps) (laughs) Wait, what? So you had to go to the back of the line? No. Then there was another lady um bless her little heart she was with her family and stuff i think she was the kind of like maybe she was like from like venezuela or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she was so sweet she was like with her parents because you know it's father's day too mm-hmm. and she said i could get back in the line oh that's sweet so we so me and michelle who you also you know were speaking about earlier yeah. who so so cool too right i adore her i think she's so, she's so lit <laughs> <laughs> she's super late so we go you know we get back in line we wait so all of that happened before the second rude lady so i'm like are people on the east coast just crazy <laughs> no you gotta give us a little better credit than that it's just some people down up in the martha's vineyard that's that, that was really oh. what that was about <laughs> oh my god okay so then mm-hmm. okay right because now we're trying to which we have to build this all up yeah right? <laughs> So after this, we talk about, we all together talk about why we were at Martha's Vineyard. Yes. And so you shared that, you know, your childhood friend mm-hmm. from, from band camp. <laughs> <laughs> Not band camp. No. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. You like got married, you know, mm-hmm. and this yeah. was your first. I'm there, right? At Marcus Vineyard, first time? Yeah, first time. Never been. And was beyond excited. Um, because Marcus Vineyard, to me, had always just sounded like bougie white folk. For real. Like, I just thought wineries. I thought bougie. I thought overly pricey and expensive. And honestly, I got a lot of lessons. Because that was the complete opposite. It's not true. It's and I'm like, why nobody never told me about Martha's Vineyard? Like, I, I'm I'm confused. Oh, I my mean, God. It was, okay. So, then we, <laughs> we, talk, we talk about um, why, yes, like, that, that you were there for the wedding. You thought it was a wonderful, it's just beautiful. I mean, obviously. 
loved. And then um, we we tell you that we are there because of the Juneteenth Jubilee. Crazy. And that is just, you know, it was, it's such an important conversation. And so it's this that, you know, is when I kind of said, well, you know what, why don't you come be with me on my show? Because this is important to talk about. It is. You know? It is. And I had learned so much, um, and y'all were so lit because I still got this little magazine y'all gave me um, the day I met y'all. And no, truthfully, like I had, I feel like I had, you know, you just like, no, you know, on certain holidays, especially with black people, just be like, any holiday we hear, we'd be like, yes, as long as it's a holiday and I mean, I'm off work, then it's great. It's amazing. Life is great. But won't really be sometimes knowing the real meaning and what the purpose is and all of that. So I was like so excited to like learn more about it because I hadn't been super familiar and didn't understand the context of like Martha's Vineyard, which again, I had attributed to being very white, predominantly white, just vacation town. That's it. And so to be awakened, I think, to how much like rich history is there. I was like literally in shock. Remember, I was sitting there, y'all were talking, and I'm just like, what? For real? Yes. Um, um, yeah. So that- shocking. Okay. No, it was just really shocking. Um, so I think this was like all divine. But go ahead. Yeah, it's all divine. So, um, and and trust me too, like I, even though like I'm friendly, mm-hmm. um, it's like, I still don't want to be your friend though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Like, no, I know. Trust me. I'm always labeled as like the friendly person. Like everybody's like, he always gonna make a friend, put him at like any bar stool. He gonna attract all the people. Everybody's gonna be like loving him. Mm-hmm. I am, but I'm also like, ill. stay away from me. I'm like tunnel vision. I'm here to just have a drink and go home or get to this airport and get home. But when you just attract and meet good people and the energy is just feeling right, enough to give your number out <laughs> in an exchange and be like, I want to stay connected. Like, I don't want this to be the last time we see each other. That's real. That's totally real. And so, um, and it like, I think those are the opportunities where, um, that where you have to like seize the moment, you know what I mean? Because, because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like those things should not be missed, you know? 100%. Yeah. Stuff. You got to lean into it if it feels right. Cause I'm like, again, I'm a cancer. I don't know if we, we get into Zodiac signs in a minute or not, but I'm a cancer. So I'm a feeler. I feel everything. Like I'm such an empath. So I feel the energies, you know, and I'm not even like super duper, like I'm spiritual, but like not in the deepest realms where people be feeling energies and stuff like that. So, but for me, I'm just feeler. Like if I, the energy feels right from a person that I'm like talking to and vibing with, like I lean into that and I'm like, yeah, let's just ride this wave. And like, this could be the best night that we had and day, or this could be like a lifetime. It could, you know, you never know. Right, right. Well, that too, we asked We asked you at the airport what your sign was. And you said cancer. I said Scorpio because we totally get along, you know. So get along so well. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about dating y'all, but friend, you know. 
I'm here. You for know it. what? Let me let me let me let me just let me just clear it up for you, okay? Let me clear teach it up. Me, teach because... me, Frank, because I feel like I'll be attracted to Scorpios, and I'll be like, stay away. You know. Well, wait. I mean, we are. This is we're we're, we're going into something else, but this is really good, actually. Mm-hmm. So, what has been your experience with the Scorpio? Ciao. <gasps> Ciao. Y'all ain't no good. <laughs> Y'all ain't no good. No, honestly, honestly, it's been um, truly in a friendship realm. I have been like, like, oh my God, I love you. Like, we're in each other's lives forever. Because like, we're all both, both like emotional people and like mm-hmm. on the opposite sides of the spectrum, but very emotional, in tune with our, our feelings, loving people, caring, like all of the good stuff, right? Um but then when it gets to dating and all of that, whew, it'd be like, I let me say the Scorpio I done, I done dealt with that gave me the most headache. Cheating. Yeah. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> we get that a lot. We get that a lot. It's breaking them hearts all over the place, you know? Uh, but what I will say, I did like um, the intimacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Baby, we got- baby, baby. We got- <laughs> It was actually really great. Like it was such good vibes, and you know it was great. I loved it, but I just think it was just more of like I struggled in like being able to trust them like fully and like fully lean into like vulnerability and that way. I think that was really that was hard for me with the Scorpio. I feel like I dived all the way in. It was it was so great, but then when it's bad, it's just bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's the attitude. It's the this and the that, and then like the emotions are just. It's just too much. It's just compounded. So that's been my experience. So it just didn't, it's just like, I, I stay away. I just, we could be you know, friends. listen, I have two things to say about that. So mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, this is my honest opinion. November Scorpios are crazy. Though, and that was the one. Yeah. I, I am an October Scorpio. So. <laughs> I'm I'm good, but remember, yeah. it's like y'all take it too far. Nah, on <laughs> y'all in a different playing field. But I agree with that because I think the same with cancers. Like I think June cancers show up very differently than July. Like all the people who be having horror stories about cancers, which again, far and in between. But I it be the July cancers. They in July. I'm like, listen, y'all don't need, stay away from them. June, and it's not even that many of us into June because it's like June twenty like fourth or something to like the thirty first. But I think we're just the better breed. I don't know. I just think we it just it's different. It's a real thing though, for real. Because my aunt's a Scorpio, and she's in October, and she good people. Like I would like, she's a dateable person, you know. But the Novembers. It's true. But I'm like you mm-hmm. in a sense that um, there's not a lot of October Scorpios because I'm at the, it's again, like what you're saying, it kind of is like from the 20 something into mm-hmm. like the November, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like right on the cusp of Libra and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like a lot of times I give more Libra, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know, we talked about, I think when we were at the airport, we had talked about like the moon and the rising. We talked about that too, right? Yeah, we did. We did. I had talked about how I was a Cancer, Cancer, Scorpio. I mean, uh, Sagittarius, sorry. 
And I be late, so I'm like really into the feelings, as you can see, like being a double cancer. But then like the Sag part of me, I think levels it out in a nice way. I don't remember what you said you were. Um. Yeah, because I don't know. You don't know? No, I'm gonna ask um, my good friend. He's mm-hmm. he's also he has his own show, Psychic Wayne. Yeah. Um, he told me all this, and he'll probably be really mad that I forgot what I. <laughs> but I feel like he said. Um, I feel like he said I had a cancer. Is it cancer rising? Maybe. You give me, but you give me cancer. Remember, I was like trying to guess, and I was like, "You give me cancer vibes, though." Okay. Like I feel it. Yeah. I feel and, it. And and I just yeah, and that that could be why I'm really emotional. And I'm really, like, I try to, you know, stay, like, super calm and peaceful and, you know, and everything just is zen. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not. <laughs> until, until. It. But, it, you know, it's it's interesting because how you feel about um, uh, the, the November Scorpios is how I feel about Capricorns. Oh, mm-hmm. You can't do like, it? No. Wait, like December ones? And again, I've never met a December one. It's the it's the Januaries. It's Ooh, the January. It's all those Januaries. It's all, <laughs> so it's why like, is it always the latter half of the month? Right. Just go crazy, go crazy. Right, you know? like go out with a bang. Is that it? And I am like most attracted to Capricorns. Like automatically, it's like we just fall in. And it's like, it is just like, you know how like when you slide down the side and you're like, we, it's just like, you know, it's just like, I'm having a ball, having a ball. But then it is like, oh my God. It gets yeah. so bad. So wait, so, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question now. So what's like the sign that like you attract like toxically, <laughs> if that's even a word. And what's the one that like, you feel like I should probably be with this. Like this is the one I probably should be most compatible with. So obviously the toxic one would be Capricorn. Right. But I I didn't realize like that Virgos and Scorpios were super compatible. Mm-hmm. And my dad was a Virgo. Mm. You know, and so I dated a Virgo and you know, and it and I was like, wow, like I see a lot of those traits. And you know, mm-hmm. and they're like very serious and dedicated yeah. um, to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get I get a lot of Libras though. Wow, I don't really know. They are like a mystery to me. I don't really be knowing a lot about them. Well, you know, how, you know the like the, the mm-hmm. scale, the scale. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and which is which is kind of like, well, what who who am I getting? Is it this one or that? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> maybe that's why I don't know. <laughs> see what I mean? I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, I feel so, like for, mm-hmm. yeah for me it would probably would be like definitely Scorpio being a toxic, but. Something about a Taurus, I don't know. I've been like really feeling that energy mm-hmm. for some weird reason. I don't know. Taurus and Scorpios are compatible too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. daughter, she's marrying a Taurus. Wow, what's her sign? Child, Scorpio. <laughs> but she is. <laughs> but she's the 20 so i am the 26th of october and she's the 28th of october what yes 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 man you had to share your birthday every 
Every time you celebrated your daughter, so. it's crazy, right? Because it's like it's like um, it's like the birthdays, and then it's like Halloween, then it's Thanksgiving, no. then it's Christmas, and then it's New. It's like it just runs yeah. all, you know. That's why I always loved that my birthday was like in the middle. First of all, my birthday is on Saturday, so we gotta celebrate that for the one time. <laughs> but oh my gosh, happy birthday! Thank you, boo. Um, but yeah, I I like my birthday being in the middle of the year because like I still got time. <laughs> still, still got, got time. time. <laughs> I still got time. You still got time. I still got time to do the do what I do. Okay, because I don't have time. No. And you sharing your time, which is like, so you can't even plan for your birthday because you plan for it. It is like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But Mm -hmm. today I was like, oh, thank you. Look at producer. He's so, he's so funny. Sometimes he's cracking up. He on it too. He got good energy too. I like him. Yeah. He has good energy. He has good energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes I'm just like. You know, I say this every year. I'm like, okay, this birthday, I'm gonna don't I don't don't do anything. Don't I, I'm a, I just want to go away mm-hmm. and just like resort somewhere. Yeah. You know, and then but it never happens like that. It's like mm-hmm. I'm just in throw of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you the afterthought. That's afterthought. Hey, how old your daughter turning? Um, she's turning twenty seven, and I'm turning twenty eight. Period. So. That's how. That. <laughs> and that's that on that. <laughs> I love that. Um, that's good. So she a Scorpio. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine that house. Mm. <laughs> no, we. You know what? It, the, you know what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> before I was talking to my producer before we came on today, and I was like, you know, I can't talk to her until. She's getting married July 3rd. And I'm like, I cannot talk to her until July 3rd. You know, right. and he was like, is she really like, is it like bad? And I'm like, no, but I have a very calming energy and I don't like put a lot of gas on stuff. It's like, yeah. like the wedding <laughs> coordinator sent me like 20 questions yesterday. And my responses were yes, no, I'll follow up. Yes. But like, I don't want to, I don't do like, you know, mm-hmm. all, of, all of that. Where mm-hmm. she will discuss, she'll discuss the shit out of it, right? For like, <laughs> just just over and over again, just over, you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll just have to stop her, like, stop. Right. Just fast forward. What is the answer? What mm-hmm. yes or no? What do you what you know? That's the cancer in you. And and it's like I just can't dwell in, you know. It's like mm-hmm. let's move forward. Let's you know, and move forward. Let's move forward. So I think that that balance that we have is good for us because, I agree. you know, mm-hmm. I think we need it. Like, and that's why I don't know who, who my person going to eventually be in life. <laughs> we we praying to the gods, <laughs> but I hope it's someone that can like bring me balance. Cause that's what like I need, you know, I'm already a lot. So like, just, just come with like all the way on chill. <laughs> All the way on chill. All the way on chill. All the way on chill. So um, when we get when we come back, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about Martha's Vineyard. Back to our topic, Martha's Vineyard, Juneteenth, the history of slavery in Martha's Vineyard, um, and some other little fun facts that I dug up. So be back in a second. 
Welcome back to the MD Show Dash Radio Boomerang Station. Again, I am your host, Bianca Banks, and joining me today is uh, CJ, who is my new friend. My new friend. <laughs> CJ is my new friend. So, so okay. So, so basically, we met um, a couple days ago, Martha's Vineyard, um, and we we were. We actually, you know, it was funny because we were supposed to leave Monday, but I was like, I think it's about changing it to the 19th so we could get back to New York to have a, a Harlem, you know, bump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you know, because you know, you got to do all that in Harlem. Listen, you ain't flying into JFK and ain't, ain't coming to Harlem, okay? <laughs> you got to come and show us some love. See, and I, you know what? I I knew you were you were tired because you told me though. You said if mm-hmm. I ain't coming up to Harlem to call you, you know we came up there. We did all of that, all that trotting. We did. We went. You, to- and you ain't call me. It was late. Friend, down matter. I know, I know. Like, like, I'm going late. down the road. Where did you wait? So where did you go? So first. We went to, um, I have no idea what the name of this little, it was like a club. Uh-huh. Um, and then we went to Bear Wine. Of course. That's your and spot. We went to Bear Wine. And then I feel like they were going to, um, I think Angel or, or um, what's, what's the other one that starts Lambda. with the Lambda? That Lambda Lounge. That Lambda. That Lambda. <laughs> that Lambda. And then corner social, like it was like, you know, they oh, were so like, they were, I was, y'all was doing real Harlem, just tipping around. And and they were like, let's walk to the. And I was like, no, 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 no. We gotta let's get in the car because you know she oh. had her hand. So <laughs> we couldn't do that. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And of course, you know the Jamaicans, you know, you they're always ready. ready. Where'd you go? Did I show you the picture? I'm going to send you the picture of me eating the chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> it better have been jerked. It was jerk, and they had that sauce on it, and you know it was so I, good. I bet it was. Listen, Harlem, they make some good, some good, good, good Caribbean food. I ain't going to hold you. It was, it's some good food. But that's why I'm like, it's only maybe two that you could have went to that 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 was good. If you was okay, looking at, I don't know. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know the names. I know streets, which is very Harlem, right? New York. Right. It's right. to like know the street. So if you were like, where were you near Lambda when you did it? Um, kind of, but it was like it wasn't. You know, it was like a bodega, like a side block. Like it was a side just block. bodega, yeah, and they were just outside barbecuing. And I was like, I don't really know if it's good. And so he like gave me one off the grill, and I yeah. was like, okay, fine. <laughs> that's I, that's such our people is being like, can I taste it before I buy it? <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, and then I was looking cute. You, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh, of course. And then um, they had like the spicy shrimp with the with the special Jamaican sauce. So had that. Mm. And then we but we went next door to this other place. And and we ate it there. Like it was, I don't, and I don't know the name of that place. I have to tell you the name of that place. But it was like, it was just, you know, I mean, New York is just such a special place. You know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm it's- hungry now, first off. That's number one. 
Well, and it's like you're in New York, so it's like mm-hmm. uh, what? What time is it there? It's five thirty. Five thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time for dinner. Yeah. Um. But no food. So good, and that's probably like the best thing. So you know, I was like born and raised in Jersey. I might have told you this. Yeah. Um. So I like moved to New York when like 2015. So I've been here in like what seven years now. And although you live in Jersey, you think that like, oh, like you live right, everybody's like, oh, you live right there. You always lived in New York. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like Jersey's a whole nother world than New York. But when I, baby, listen, it's something like moving to Harlem. It's just like, hold on. Like a spear's a whole nother culture. That's why I'm like, I don't, I don't ever go to New York. I mean, go to Brooklyn. So, you know, I was like, let's go to Brooklyn. I'm like, I don't know. That's like two different worlds. I don't know what that's like for you in LA. I don't know if that's like what kind of neighborhood is that? I don't know what West so, Hollywood, but like down. I think yeah, I think that it, it would be similar to that, right? And and to your point, like I've only like I, I go like I well I never go to the Bronx. I mean, sorry, card. We don't and, we don't go. Ain't nothing to go there for. <laughs> and then if if I'm going to Brooklyn, I have I went to. Um, is it Afrobeats before? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Like that, like huge thing. So fun. So that was that was good. But then, other than like going to Dumbo, I don't go past that. Yeah, and so, that ain't really even Brooklyn to people. Right. You know, so it's like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just I don't go past that, and you know, it's right over the bridge. So you, that you, mean you get it. You get it. Oh, I yeah. I mean. <laughs> And I love, you know, especially because we're getting ready to like really get into the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Harlem just gives me, I mean, just the energy is just amazing. Like all the porch, like the, 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 the stoop concerts mm-hmm. and you just walk and then you just fall in. And then like every single store on the corner has every single thing that you need. You know, it's like. Really? That's, and- that's me. The bodega, the. I, me getting a bacon, egg, and cheese at the end of the night. Like, it's just like a slice of pizza, all of it, food, yeah, everything. And, and I, you know, and a lot of times I say that, you know, well, first of all, for, for me, LA, there's nobody to date, period. Like, let's just end that there. But when I come to New York, it's like, I can't, I walk down the street, it's like, Ma, Mommy. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Can I buy you a drink? Can we go in here? Can we go over there? It's just like, and I think, I think that walking lens, that you know what I mean, that that that, that culture. That yeah, because it's like it's like here you're gonna be in the car all day for five hours. Mm-hmm. But nah, friend, it's a scam though. It's a scam. Oh. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> it's for sure. I don't know. Like I just think like. Again, I'm very critical of New York dating because I was being here for seven years and still single. You get it? But I think for me, it's I think people are like really looking for like these really cool transactional experiences. And that's it. And that's because we don't really feel the pressure of like wanting to date long term. We don't feel the pressure to like wanna be in love, married with kids and all that stuff. Like nobody looking for that. Everybody looking for these really cool experiences. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, I met you on the side of the street. And, like, yeah, we're going to go to Dumbo House. We're going to have some drinks and catch the vibe. And, you know, you might catch a couple more vibes after that. And then that's it. That's it. Like, it's going to die in, like, a month or two. It's going to you know? die? It ain't going to 
last. Like, no. Like, well, people keep playing. Like, they playing. I, I think that even though it may die, it's mm-hmm. still, like, it feels good to have, you know, people acknowledge you and give you attention. You feel me? And just I, here, here in L.A., it's just like, uh, uh, uh. You know what I mean? I, I could see that. I do think I've had, like, just, like, I wouldn't erase none of them. Maybe one or two, but, like, for the most part, like, I've enjoyed them. Like, they, you know, it's been cool moments, and I think that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's, like, we grow to appreciate the moments. Like, mm-hmm. we could be here together and be gone in a month or two, but, like, this was cool. This was a vibe. I enjoyed it. And that's okay. You mm-hmm. know? But I think. But I don't know enough about LA dating, so, you know, I've only been there I can probably count on one one hand how many times I've been, but I've always loved it. I think the people are different, but I think I'm an East Coaster for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting because I spend like so much time in New York. People are like, "Okay, mm-hmm. are you moving to New York? Like, what's going on?" And so, last summer we stayed in um, Edgewater, which I love. Oh, I love it there. I loved. Love too. Love. And it's like, boom, again, right over the bridge, you're in Harlem. You know what I mean? Correct. And, but you still have like, kind of like what you would have here in LA, like parking lots. (laughs) (laughs) That that is so And like sidewalks, you know? So. And like normalcy. And that's what I think I miss. That's why I know like New York isn't like for me forever. And that's because I like really miss normalcy. Like, I know you like, oh, I'm tired of driving. Like, I love that I can hop in an Uber. I miss driving. And, like, driving to the supermarket. Like, that used to be therapeutic for me. Like, drive to the supermarket. I'm getting my stuff for the week. Then I'm going to cook and do this. Like, for me here, I'll be like, oh, I can't do that because I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to lose my parking space. And if I lose my parking space, that's going to add on another hour looking for another. It's too, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I I miss some some of that normalcy and just being it or even like a mall like driving to a mall and just like parking in a, a spot and just like going in getting your stuff and going home can't do that here so it's it's I miss that so you will have to go to um, Jersey to do that to the mall yeah um, so a lot of my family still like lives in Jersey so honestly I. I drive over the bridge and I drive in the city. So that is a commitment that I've given to myself. Cause like, I don't like taking the train like that. So I appreciate being able to like drive, go to the city. I do my grocery shopping over there. I can kill eight birds in one stone, go see mama, go to the, to the cleaners. I still love my cleaners, go to the barber. that I like, you know, all of the stuff that I can still do. And then just like come back over the bridge and go, go home. It's convenient. Yeah. So it's a journey. It's a it's a process. But yeah, I think eventually when it's like, okay, you and your thirties, it's time to sit down and rest. <laughs> and rest? Oh. And, you know, and then like now I'm just like, okay, so now I can, you know, move and leave. But I, I you know, it's fine for now. I like it though. Like I'm I'm in my prime. I'm like loving it. Okay. Too excited. So, so let's get back to um, Juneteenth, because, you know, this, going to Martha's Vineyard for the Jubilee, and then, like, um, experiencing um, 
just kind of like all the different um, people sharing their stories and like the music and you know what I mean? And then it's like every single place that we went after Martha's Vineyard, of course, it was like a federal holiday on Monday, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like Juneteenth, Juneteenth, you know, even in my building, they have a thing like happy Juneteenth, you know? And when I flew out um, through Delta in the lounge, they had like these Juneteenth napkins. Aww. Like when that, when you when you got when you arrived, they had like a like an, like a big bowl of like champagne, and they were like, "Would you like champagne? Happy Juneteenth!" And would you like a cupcake? I was like, "This is so cute." Okay. <laughs> so you know, I, like that. I, I think I have the napkin too. So it was like just really, you know, it made it made me want to like look it up you know like look it up and and really get into like okay well i mean i guess i really you know we need to know what it really is right Right. so so it is you know um june 19th and that is the day that slavery was abolished um and and that i guess that day from from that people have jubilee festivals to celebrate freedom so it's really it's really African American Independence Day, mm-hmm. right? The day, the, the day. Mm-hmm. And I thought that um, so my my girlfriend Michelle was like, "Well, we should go here because they're having you know a jubilee," and she she was like, "I want to have an elevated experience," you know. And because our, our other friend was like, yeah, girl, we're going to Houston and we're going to, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to go to that place that has the turkey legs. You know? Yeah, turkey leg <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go there and then we're going to go to the Galleria and then we're going to go to the club. And, you know, and she was like, I want to do all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, dedicate the day to um, to actually learning, you know, and yeah. And we thought that it was like really important to to do this. Like, mm-hmm. m- like we didn't really drink a lot because we were like, she, you know, it, it, you know, it's like she wanted to really um, impress upon the weekend that, like, you know, that it's it's a, it's a struggle now. You know, you're drinking all night, you get up, you can't get it together, you know. And so it was like yeah. more of like an atonement kind of, you know, yeah. for us. And so. Um, really, really like, again, back to like, even the reading that we gave you the material, it's like people don't really realize the importance of Martha's Vineyard in the African-American, um, like as far as even like the underground railroad, because they, it was recently established that Martha's Vineyard was like one of the main places that where they have these like heritage uh i guess like trails and also the sea by by sea the vessels Mm -hmm. where slaves would um would be like you know freed or escaped and then they would help other people and so this is how martha's vineyard um really like was populated by so many of us so many africans you know yeah and so those houses, these houses that people have out there, like they were there to help and to, to get people on their feet and to like feed them and to, and to you know, protect them. Um, 
So another thing that was like super interesting was the Uber driver shared with Michelle and I that like one of these houses that Martin Luther King came there and he wrote his, I had, um, I have a dream speech Mm -hmm. and, um, that Malcolm X had, had, had been there and that Frederick Douglass had been there. And I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) like I thought I'm like, wow, like this is super profound. You know what I mean? Because when we, when we hear about Martha's Vineyard, um, you think about, um, like the Kennedys, you think about, again, like people vacationing that is super elite and like, yeah. like yachts and, you know? Yeah. So I, I found that like the trip was just so beneficial and it was just so enriching. Mm-hmm. Was um, there anything mm-hmm. that like you like wish that you would have been able to see though that you maybe didn't? Cause like, you were just there, of course, for like such a short period of time. Was it something that was like, oh, if I could go back, like this would be something that I would definitely want to revisit, see again, or even newly experience? Well, I think that one thing that we haven't talked about yet, too, is the Inkwell. Because, yeah. you know, the Inkwell is um, a beach that basically was named that because when um, Black people got in the water, the whites would say, oh, it looks like an Inkwell. You know, and so every, I think like June 19th, there's like this circle that, that happens in the water, um, by, um, by like the people that, um, that kind of had that, the Inkwell Foundation. And Mm -hmm. it's important to kind of like take that journey with them. So that is something that I would want to do. Like. I saw the Inkwell Beach, but I didn't like get out and get in the water. And I think that's super important, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's so much stuff that I like honestly wish that I would have been able to gotten to experience. You know, obviously I was there for a wedding, so I couldn't, um, you know, like get to experience all the things that I was able to like, that you all were able to describe. I'm like, I need to go back. And I feel like I'd make it in like an annual thing would be. Mm-hmm. So, so good, you know? Absolutely. And then, of course, we're going to be there. So we're all just going to be there. <laughs> yeah. We got to do that annual thing. I think that would be so, so fun because I feel like so many people that were like Black folk that I didn't know be on Marcus Vineyard. Like, I just was so in shock. It was a lot more diverse than I thought. Um, and it could have been ironically that weekend, right? But I thought it was just like such a cool experience so i'm so jealous friend i know (laughs) and too i mean i think that um you know it's like 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 i I, now i really like i know why like obama moved there you Mm -hmm. know because it's like it's just it's just a special place you know what i mean yeah and it's not like moving to you know, it's like, like I didn't like I felt that I was going to be like a fish out of water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same. Right. But I felt like, wow, like this is like I felt embraced, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, maybe like you're saying, like visiting during that time next year would be cool. Or also going to like other places that we've never been to that, you know, are celebrating Juneteenth. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, the people were definitely celebrating. 
And I feel like this was like obviously the first real year folks got to like really celebrate after like it becoming, you know, such a a monumental day. And I feel like people started to learn more about it, like in ways that they never had before post 2021. Um, so I feel like the people were out, like on my social media feed, I was like, oh, the people are celebrating. They were. You know, all over. And that was cool. It was the barbecues, the, they was in the parks, you know, they was everywhere. And I thought it was like, look at my people being my people. It was really cool to, to see. And I feel like it was a lot of merch going on that like everybody had the Juneteenth merch, um, you know, so it was really, really cool um, thing to, to see happening. And I think it'll evolve. Like, I think it'll get bigger as the years progress. I think people will will tap in and embrace it more. And, like, obviously, conversations like this, like, help people be like, they want, they definitely come to Marcus Video after this podcast, right? Like, yeah. people are going to want to know, like, what that experience is like. Um, but the fact that you also could really meet cool people, I think, is, is great, you know? Mm-hmm. That was, like, that was, like, the cherry on top. What? <laughs> right? Like... I was so full after that, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really great and like legit meeting on the plane like liquid. Well, we've had a wonderful time, right, CJ? So much fun! Like I love it here. And so CJ is really really important, right? Because he is a professor at Columbia. And where would you like to give out your your social tag? Yes. Um, so. Folks can follow me. I am Kid CJ on Instagram, K I D D C J. Um, and yeah, follow me. Show some love. Show some love to CJ, y'all. Um, and thank you so much for joining me. Of course, friend. Invite me back. We're real friends now, you know? I know. <laughs> we are totally, totally friends. Um, so follow me. It's Bianca Banks on all social platforms. We will see you next week. Hey! I'm doing my thing, kicking my game. That, that. You're listening to Boomerang, curated by me, Sean Stockman, powered by Dash Radio.
forget the mother girls is you. You, you nobody but you yeah it's you us against the world it's you You